overlay, overlay man. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's uh you know overdubs. We're very professional. It's called professional. professional. Yeah. yeah. Get it. Very professional. We're all about the professionalism. You know? Yeah. Speaking of professionalism, uh, you just got back from a business trip. Yeah. Uh, two games that probably by and large would rather forget. Uh, it sounds like you had a very similar experience uh, at the Papillon Hooters, uh, the, the <laughs> finest owl-themed establishment in the greater Omaha area, uh, including uh, beating out a certain soccer team. Yes. Yeah. yeah. For owl-themed goodness. Goodness. Uh, hey, it, for me, it's always who was there first, right? And they've been doing the. I know one side better than That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, and better uniforms. Yeah, arguably. Arguably. You don't like looking at neon green? I could stare at white and orange all day. Yeah, that's fine. Neon green? I feel like I. Very limited. Yeah. Very it's like the There's a reason that they make school. School zone warning signs. Yeah. Warning like, like that, that color, color neon green. Because and, you and like nuclear flavored mint gum. Yeah. 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 It's all that green color. Yeah, gross. Yeah. Gatorade. Gatorade. Yeah. Like Gatorade, Gatorade lemon lime. Get it out of here. Get out of here. It tastes great. Yeah. Don't look at it. Anyway, it's it's Grant and Andrew. Uh back and again for the fifth fifth? Fifth. It's all five. It's number five. This is so now this is the thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is a thing now. It's so. a fifth installment of Loggers with Lenny. Lenny has yet to enjoy a lager, but we'll do it. We'll drink enough for we got, three people. We got, we got a lot of season left. So. so, let's get right into we'll it. We'll wait till the postseason. 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 We, we, we should, should continue, continue this, and then, then we'll, we'll have, have a new, new yeah. vibe. Well, I mean, so Audi was supposed to join us on our last episode, but he ended up not being able to make it, which, by the way, if you know Audi, Send him a good word. Yeah. What he's going through right now is his yeah, mom really going and um, healing yeah, surgery. Had a tough time. Yeah, it's had a year. year. Yeah. Great dude. Yeah. But the last episode, I was going to call it Aperitifs with Audi. Oh, well, well, that's still gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, I've, been I've been talking, talking to him. him. He's still, still very interested in doing this. Yeah. 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 Do you think he likes? You think he's an absinthe drinker? I think we talked him into it. I think. We could talk all of this into it and then not remember anything. That sounds like an amazing idea. Yeah. So I like after the idea. season. I like the yeah, after season. After the season. After the season. After the season. It's medicinal. It'll help. Yeah. yeah. It's good for what ails you. That's yeah. what I hear anyway. I've had it. It's, it's great. great. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I don't think I, I, I've had it, but not, not recently. Anyway, let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> we, Eric's just back from a whirlwind. Yes, we are great. Thank you. A whirlwind trip to. But well, we gotta finish the recruiters. Yes, yes. Yeah. We'll start in Omaha because that's. That's where it started. started. Yeah, that according to Omaha fans is where everything started. Yeah, that's that, 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 the, the birthplace of the United States, States soccer. soccer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that, that is where, where fan culture, culture should be derived, derived from. from. Yes. So. so we don't have a green belt. We gotta add that to the list. Yeah, we don't have a green belt. No, we don't. Um, anyway, you were you were mentioning that you were when you were in Omaha, you were trying to go to the Hooters. We wanted, wanted food after the game. game. It, it was a little later. later. Uh, so were you guys standing like, like the Howard Johnson, Johnson massive, the massive one yeah, in the middle of nowhere. Huge, like in the middle of nowhere. And we were looking to find some meat. 
and ironically, the only thing open, open is right, right down, down the street, street. Right down the street, which is Hooters. Which is Hooters. Which yeah. is Hooters. neighborhood bar. Yeah, exactly. Went, went, for, went for a walk. Five minutes later. No, 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 no wait, wait. What time was this? Oh, this, this is, is at, at like, see, so we, we got, got back to the hotel at 10.30, um, and... 10.45 left, so like 15 minutes later, went up to the room because we checked what time they were open until. And what time did they say they were open until? Midnight, so we're like, great. So you've got an hour and 15 minutes. Yep. You're thinking... It's a Wednesday. This place is going to be popping. Yeah. After a game. Yeah. So how many of you were going? Just me and Mitch. Just you and Mitch. So explain what exactly happened. You walk up... Look, Look at the, the sign. sign. It's dark, dark in there. I got a little nervous, but I wasn't going to you know, let, it, let, it, let it kill me. So I walked up a little closer. Spotless. No, no one in there. there. Nothing. Gone. Nothing. Nothing. So they're, they're gone. They're gone, gone. <laughs> okay. they, they haven't been there for so, a proper half hour. This is a little bit different than, than our story. Yeah. So our story was we were walking there after you guys played there last year. Yep. There was a whole group of us, right? And we were more than a bit sauce at this point. Yeah, yeah. this, this is, is like, and this is after the run-ins with the police, sheriff, sheriff, sheriff. This was sheriff, the front office staff that was like bird dogging us all night. Oh yeah, and so we're already like in a mood, a little irritated. You know, so when we get to the parking lot, we decide we're just gonna handle this by having a few, a few cops. But, but then, then we, we get, get back, back to the hotel and we decide we need to eat. And, and we, we see, see the same thing, that, that Hooters is open until midnight. Sure. It's 10.45. 10.45, 10.30, similar time. time. There's, There's probably a crew of... It's a Friday night. Friday night? <laughs> probably a crew of... 10? A dozen. Maybe so. a dozen. Yeah. Including some other Because Riley was with us. Yep. Yeah. And, and so, so, we're walking there. Lights are on. People are in there. We walk up to the door, and as we walk up to the door, the door locks and the lights go off. Like they see us coming, and they they're like shutting the place down. No way. Oh, see, that's one hundred percent facts. And I'm like, like, where can I spend my hard-earned American dollars? And at this point, like at this point, like people are like, I'm just laughing. Sure. Like because we've gone through so much shit. Already on the script. Sure. I'm, I'm like, like what's, what's one more? The yeah. story, okay, so did you hear this? the story of the sheriff? So the sheriffs come in at around the 70th like minute, check in with us over in our section. We're at the back, back of the section because at Werner Park, or Werner, however you want to say it, they, they don't have handicapped, <coughs> accessible, like accessible seating towards the front of the section. Sure. So we had to sit all the way at the back. Like, like we didn't land. It's the same way we did in Lansing. Yeah, yeah. the back because that's the only place they have. Like, baseball stadium. Baseball stadium don't typically, don't typically have like a ramp. ramp. It's basically just a big bowl. Yeah. Right? All right. Yeah. So we're in the back there. Sheriff show up for the first time somewhere in between 70 and 80 minutes. Yeah. Tell us that we have to stop playing. Drums. Play the drums. We're like, why? And they give us this story this one sheriff's deputy gives us this story about how a little girl got molested and they couldn't hear the sheriffs that came to check it out on the call. So this little girl got molested inside the stadium somewhere. 
and they had a description of a suspect, but they couldn't hear each other inside the stadium because we were on the radios because we were playing our drums too loud. So, so we had to stop playing. So, A, that means that we're so loud. Radios, police radios are supposed to, they're, they're made to work over the sound of gunfire. Right. So that you can radio over, like, for help over gunfire. Sure. So either A, we're louder than a gunfight. And B, we're so loud that we're drumming, out drumming the parliament and everybody else in the stadium that we're creating so much noise that they cannot, like, it's just, like, the noise was everywhere that they couldn't hear. Oh my gosh. That and it, mind you, this, this is what the comments, right? They come back a few more times and eventually tell us that they're going to call for backup and that we're all going to be arrested if we don't stop drumming. Lovely. That's exactly, exactly what we want here. Yeah. And at, at that, that point, point, I'm hearing this, and I'm like, go get them. I'm like, go get them. Yeah, and, and I was, Steve and I finally were just like, fuck it. Like, we're just not going to do this anymore. We're not going to drum, like, whatever they, they can win. Like, we talked with their GM afterwards. He was like, well, I don't know anything about a police call. Wow. So it's like, dude, b- bullshit for one. And right. two, like, we kind of Because that GM was like bird dog us the whole night. night. Yeah. So, so the GM from them, from the stadium, stadium sure. Like, like legit, legit was like walking the whole game. Cap checking on us. Cap checking, like, like I'm down there cap going. And I'm standing on a seat. Cause cause I gotta, there's nobody in these seats. And I'm standing on a seat. Sure. Cause I gotta stand, stand up, up so people can see me. He tells me to get down. I'm like, thumbs up. So he turns away. Kind of back and see. Also, like, you were splitting your body weight across two seats. Two seats. Not jumping or anything. Just no, standing on it. No, I'm standing it. on two seats. It's like, what difference does it make if you sit your ass in one? I'm like, and that's the thing. It's like I'm looking like. Like, like the, the guy, guy like the guy looks, looks at me and, and he tells me to drop the seat that you're going to break the seat. And I literally, and I'm, I'm just saying, I literally like point to my left and there's a guy who's probably a good tree fitty sitting in the seat. Seat seems fine. And I'm like, she's not complaining. Seat's not complaining. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I think we're good here. Sure. You know, so. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. Really, really what it came, came down, down to is where the stadium, we figured this, like, and the night. Once we got the alcohol in our system and used our logic brains, we figured out that, like, where it's located, there probably is an ordinance. It's the burbs, man. It's the burbs. Mm-hmm. There probably is an ordinance for sound. Sure. Which is hilarious somebody as well. Cops. So somebody called the cops because we were... Fucking loud. We were loud. And, and we're, 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 we're in, in that, that cavern. cavern. We were loud over a breeze, too. And yeah. that's like wide open. You know? And that's, that's wide open. We had a hole. And we, we get, get noise complaints. Behind us. They get, get noise complaints in front of us all the time for us. Sure. Yeah, yeah but, but that's why, why we, we love our front office. Cops ain't coming to the game and feeding us the wine and bullshit. You know, I'm like trying to make us feel bad about doing what we're doing. Right. We're just there to have a good time. It's not like it's a Wednesday or Tuesday night, it's a Saturday night. Yeah. That's, that's typically, typically if, if we, we get, get noise complaints, complaints that we've heard, that's, that's typically when we get them. Sure. During the, week, during the weekday games. games. Which, Which makes sense. sense. I mean, Friday night in Papillon. Yeah. Papillon. Friday night no, in, in Papillon. I shouldn't give them, yeah. So it's not pronounced Papillon. Like it would Papillon be in what? the French. That's how it should, should be pronounced. pronounced. French for butterfly. Mm. Yeah. Did I know they, that? They pronounce it Papillon. Papillon. 
Yeah, yeah, I can't talk too much shit about the way they pronounce things because we have plenty of French names in Wisconsin that people just absolutely butcher. There's a city right down the street, right down the road. G O T H A N. We drove through it. How do we, how how do we, we pronounce, pronounce it? it? Yeah, Gotham. How do they pronounce it? Gotham. Gotham. Morons. But you see that they do have a bar, a towny bar there. It's a nice, nice bar. It's called the Bat Cave. That's good. Can we? I think, I think we, we should do, do an episode, episode of the Batcave. We should. The Batcave. I'm, I'm a big Batman, Batman fan. So am I. Really? Absolutely. You just yeah. like people with lots of money and gadgets? Uh, yeah, yeah. Who beat, beat other, other people, people up for a living. living. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. 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 Rich people who beat. <laughs> sounds bad when you say it like that. Protect this city. Which is pretty much every fucking superhero. Protect this city. I mean, Iron Fist, Iron Man. I mean, it's like, you know, we can go down the line here. Like, really, who's like one of the only super, like, like, Daredevil? Yeah. yeah. He has powers, though. Yeah. Batman doesn't. Right. Green, Green Arrow? Arrow? Nope. nope. He's, He's out. out. Yeah. Uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah. 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 That's probably Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah. Yep. That's probably the only one. one. Yeah. Anyway. So, let's talk about the game a little bit. Frustrating one. Yeah. Uh, both games frustrating. Sure. sure. All right. So, so before, before we start... What what did you, yeah, how frustrating is it playing on a pitch that small? It's, I mean, because, like, what I said, because it happened when we saw on Saturday, then we went down a man again, and fucking won again. I'm like, I think their pitch, it's so small, even when you take a man off, there's no advantage. In fact, it probably gives them an advantage because they have more space to move now. Right. It's, it's interesting because it reminds me of Lansing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the whole baseball vibe. Baseball pitch. Yeah. yeah. But, but the, the other problem is, is that in their um, in, in the, the second, second half, you have the, the, the divots from the mound where the grass is. That was my next question. Yeah. Yeah. Even their fans bitch about that. I mean, I'm, I'm like, like, I'm not gonna, gonna go full on Jurgen Klopp here and like try and like find an excuse for everything for a loss here, but the pitch seems really bad there. Like, like. Worse than, than what, what we are used to. It's, it's tough. It's hard. It's tough building out when you have to worry about that because if the ball doesn't get slammed in you, it's going to hit that mound and go over your foot. Or it's, I mean, you get the, the weird caroms and bounces. And one, oh my God. One thing I noticed in the first half was the slickness of the field. They watered the field, I think, five times before the game. I mean, the ball, and that's why we couldn't get hold of it. It was purpose. Yeah, it was. That's gamesmanship. Yeah, warm up was one thing. And Michigan used to do that in Wisconsin with the ball. Because, because they, they, we knew that Wisconsin would want to use the edge and use... It's, 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 yeah, I hate that shit. It was, hey, it's gamesmanship. It's tough, you know? So, and obviously, I don't really have any excuses for that, because right. um, you can't, but it, is really it made um, parts of the game more difficult. Um, the way that they play Omaha plays, that field fits in perfectly for a over-the-top kick-and-run. Yep. Um, and it's harder to build out and play. And that's my Do you feel that J-Mims has kind of created a style and a form that fits to fit that pitch? I do. I think he's also... Or is it or is just smart enough to adapt to his like, Honestly, it's like watching Sevens Rugby. Yeah. It's just constant movement. Yeah. Like, But it's not even playing football. It's throw-ins, free kicks. Like, it's my, like It just, just seems like... This, this is just constant, constant motion. motion. My, only, my, my only comment, comment on that will be that, that I will say, I think it started at Omaha's field, but I think the way they play 
is, is the same everywhere they, they go. go. And, and it's, it's, it's these blind, hooked around the corner passes from Doyle that he hits any field. And then it just happens to work out fantastic on their field. I mean, they've now scored. Think about it. Uh, the goalie has, has, has like two, three assists. A goalie, a goalie from a goal kick has assists because of goal. They're goalie yeah. goal. Because he can, he can kick it, and it's basically a free kick. It gets to the other team's box, and uh, the, that's how they scored on Saturday in the 94th minute. Yeah. It was a wacky-ass bounce. They just, just hit it. They, they win the first ball. Wacky-ass bounce comes up. Their guy gets to it first. I've been told by my lawyer that I can no longer talk about Omaha's goalkeeper assisting or scoring goals. <laughs> yeah, but... but the, the, Twitter law precludes me. I was gonna say, I mean, from saying. I'm like, as your lawyer, I'm like, I would, you know, I'm like, I can't remember saying this, but you know. Twitter law. It supersedes all other law. I don't know if you know this, but Twitter. There's Twitter up here, and then real life. Then real life. Way down here. And then. And then everything else. Twitter is law. Yeah. Twitter is law. Twitter is love. Twitter is life. According to many USL One fans. Yes. Anyway. I like, I like the, the rock spontane approach. Yeah. Just whatever the fuck. We just tussling. <laughs> I was just tussling. <laughs> <laughs> Rocks, if you are listening, we love you. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, look, we gotta ask. What the hell is with set pieces? Yeah, yeah. defending set, set pieces. pieces like, seriously. Not even just defending, but like in general. Like I don't, I'm not trying to like rag on 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 Neil because I know he's the set pieces coach. But like fucking a, can we like? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's one of those. I mean, it's one of those things I know you feel too. It's like when you're a man. We gotta up, talk. We gotta talk about it. When you're a man up and you give up a set piece, that should never happen. It's, I mean, uh, you know this from, from like, when we've been playing, since we were playing youth soccer. That was one of the things that we were told. It's like, you never go up a goal when you're down a man. Like, like especially on a set piece. piece. Right. Like on a set piece, you ne- never should happen. The way, the way to answer this is, I think it's, so for me, I'm 5'6". I'm 5'8". I'm 5'6". I'm 5'8". And probably one of my best capabilities is aerial duels. If the ball is in my vicinity, one hundred percent. If if I if I'm in the vicinity, you're gonna get I will it. hit the ball. You're gonna get it. Uh-huh. The problem that I've and I'll include myself because this is obviously a team sport, but our team struggles with um, the pride of one v one marketing. Um, I feel that you know for how incredible we are with the ball, sometimes the set pieces. Um, you know, we, we, we get scored on because we shut off just for a second. And I'll be honest, I felt a growth in the last five games until Omaha. Yeah. For there were like four or five games, yeah. we didn't give up any. And I really started to see like guys so, were, you know, taking it and they were focused. But let me see, let me see if you agree with this. I've always looked at that aspect of soccer as equatable to rebounding basketball. Sure. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a great Because rebounding is, yeah, it's about position and everything, but really what it comes down to is just wanting to get the ball, right? right? Like, like Dennis Rodman, Rodman was like, is the greatest rebounder of all time, and was not a physically like imposing. Like he just wanted the ball more than anybody else, and that's really what rebounding comes down to. Much like with winning these 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 duels, like these aerial duels we're talking about, 
I want to go and get the ball. But it's, it's, even, it's also understanding the type of team you play. And in Neil's defense, he showed us probably 15 clips of the same Omaha corner. They take it, they hit it far post, they win the first header. The first header no, goes nowhere near the goal. Where does it go? Back, back across. Back. And uh, Herzog or whoever they score. How did they score? The same thing. And it was... It was, we, we, it's a flick on, man. We'd be prepared for it, but, you know, we, we didn't follow our guy, um, and the guy was actually on the ground. He got up as the ball was flicked, got up in time, was free, scored. And, and that's the problem. That's old school setup, too. Yeah. Right? Like the whole, like, flick, flick near yeah. post to far post. Sure, sure. Yeah. They've been doing that in England since the 80s. Seriously. Right, right. but, but that, that, that comes, comes down to the guy, like, like the, the preparation was there yeah. for the staff. It's just... And, 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 it's, it's, and it's the thing of where... That's good to know. And it's staying with your man through the play. Like, like not, not just that initial ball, but staying with your man through the entire play. Like, like yes, the initial ball didn't go to, your, to you and your man. Right. And But, but you, you need to stay with your guy to know because this is what this team wants to do. So... You, you gotta, gotta play into that whistle. The ball's either going the other way, or the ball's out. And that's why it's tough because it's like, okay. And you're smiling, so like. It's, it's, it's a team, like, it's the corner kicks up pieces, you know, we have to get better as a team, absolutely. But it's also like, man, if you don't, if you don't follow your guy, you, you, you gotta get hurt, man. You get hurt. So it's, it's tough. Believe me, I am frustrated. I have never given up this many set pieces in, in a year. This has probably been our worst. But it's, I mean, the preparation is there. It's just, yeah. And, and now, now it becomes, becomes the execution. It becomes the execution. So, I want to talk a little bit about staying with your man when we talk about the goal of Greenville. Because I noticed something in the build-up to that that yeah, was very, did. like, very, like, another situation where <clears throat> it was someone leaving their man or not, get, not getting back in time. First, First or second goal. Second uh... The first. So, so the, the shot. shot. Yeah, okay. So somebody's slightly out of position on the left side. Yep. <laughs> By slightly, I mean at the halfway line when they should have been at the 18-yard box. Yep. Uh, I guess maybe that's a bigger overall question, and it doesn't. I, maybe we don't have to talk about a specific incidents or like incidents. What? What is the sort of like edict from the coaches as far as like wingbacks getting forward? <clears throat> when are they supposed to track back? Is it all the time? Is it only in certain because situations? Because you would think like with a three man back line, that it's, it's imperative that like the wing, the wingbacks are like getting back. For Matt, <clears throat> the answer is for Matt, it's and the coaching staff in general. Yeah. It's if you're playing wingback, you're doing both. Just, yeah. Be as well as possible. Either, you're going yeah. box to box. You're, you're box to box. And I'll be honest, it's probably one of the hardest positions yeah. in the formation. Yeah. Because, because you're required to go, and then as soon as the ball turns over, and that's why we've. Sprint. Yeah. And that's why this, this Greenville game, and I, and I know I'm sure you'll ask a lot of probing questions, but for me, this Greenville game, take the goals out of it, was better for us in terms of the Omaha game, a lot better in the sense of our possession and patience of build up in their half. Right, sure, we started off slow, we gave up the goal and stuff like that, but our build-up was, was good, we got back to keeping the ball in their half, but then we lost some of the, the defensive responsibilities, which is, um, you know, stuff we have to continue to work on, but I'll be honest with you, and as an observer, it's tough to watch from the 
from, from the TV versus being there because the, the, the Omaha and the Gringo game were completely different. Yeah. Yeah. The Omaha game, I felt like when we won the man down, there was no foot on the pedal. There was, there was, there was no foot on the pedal. But the, the Greenville game, and one thing I felt that I think we've been missing a little bit is that the group together was was positive and, and was, was together the entire time. And that is the only reason why we ended up coming back to tie. It definitely seemed like that. Like, the Greenville game, I, I felt like, I didn't feel like we were out of it at no, any point. No, at any point. I always felt we'd come back. But that's the difference in some games. Like and, and, and you feel that we noticed that right away. Like, well, we did. It's like, like in, in the Omaha game. game. Red card got issued, and Omaha took control of the game right after. I mean, even like the stat maps and everything show like the flow of the game went right their way after the red card. Sure. Yeah, like sixty-seven percent of the possession. Yeah. The game. <clears throat> Where like every every other stat outside of the scoreline, we like should have won that. Yeah. And I, I think honestly, I mean, you know, we can. Bitch about pitch size, and I will, because here's the thing. They have a billionaire owner, mm-hmm. a billionaire, B, with a B, capital B, B, and yet they have their pitch be the smallest that it can possibly be to not fuck up the sod outside of the, the soccer pitch. So it's a cost savings measure. By the way, every game to keep their pitch that small. What the fuck what kind of, of sideline is that? Yeah, it's. But, but they're, they're not tarps. They're, they're not tarps. They're not gonna change it though. I mean, like, you, guys, you guys at least had half shells last year. Yeah. Let's let's be honest, and you don't have to say anything, Eric. But the league is a fucking shambles. They don't give a shit what the fan experience is like. No. They don't give a shit what the player money. experience That's is it. like. That's they it. They want to make money. And they love having guys like Gary Green who just have money to throw around. Yeah. He's got money for private jets. Yeah. And to buy it. You know, like a private jet. jet. Yeah, right. Well, who wouldn't? Right? You, you don't think you have to. Yeah. You think I don't like busting out the, 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 uh, the old credit card to pay for a, a fucking 12 ounce Heineken on a on a regional flight? You think I like that, right? No. No, no one does. But I do it. Why? Because I don't like flying sober. Right. Who does? does? Why is it? All right. Sidebar. Why is it that, like, drinks on the plane are always, like, so much better than, like... Well, it's the same reason why tomato juice tastes so much better at 30,000 feet. Right. Like, ginger ale. Like, ginger ale at 30,000 feet is, like, the most amazing ginger ale ever. Oh, a Coke? A Coke with ice? Seriously. You know what they they They're proving... I've had this before. Like, they've proven scientifically that tomato juice tastes better on a plane than it does anywhere else. I wonder <laughs> if it's because of the lack of oxygen. That's <laughs> probably it. Gotta be something. You know, because, like, that's, that's not, like, tomatoes are antioxidants. So. Uh, I think it has more to do with flavors being pressurized. Your, your taste buds being receptive. Being air being pressurized. Yeah. And the way things smell up there. It's medicinal. Yeah. I bet you if I had a tomato juice inside of a hospital or a clinic, it probably tastes just as good. What Extra good. <laughs> Fleshman's and, and, and Grey Goose. The answer is yes. Yes. Is there a pickle in there? Yes. Is there olives? Yes. Pearl onions? Yeah. Sign me up. Is that a beef stick? Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, <laughs> I'm not going that far. I will. <laughs> you can have mine. I'll have yours. Yeah, why not? Zach, Zach you, you want this? this? It's going to waste if you don't. But, okay. So, Omaha, total wash. Between the small pitch, questionable refereeing yet again, uh, and so two, you know, early closing hooters, we it's are, a wash. We're very much considering a piece for New Dogma about the refereeing. You have enough content. <laughs> yeah. That is a very political answer and the right one. Um, we um, just feel like it's getting to the point where it's starting to affect the fan experience. Sure. It's, it's like they're they're taking over games, yeah. and, and that's, that's never something that's good. Is when your officials are taking over games, right? They're supposed to blend in the manage games. Like, like the, the best referees, you should never even know that. Sure, it's a great point. I know every referee that's there. Yeah, the best ones you've ever played, like you've ever played for, or like you've ever in games and you think about it, you never even know that ref is there. And that ref was still calling like all like the normal stuff that they should have called. They made good judgments and stuff like that. You never even know. They're just doing the game. The ones you know you're there. Yeah. That changes the game. It changes your style of how you play. Yeah. It's like a golf caddy. Yeah. It's like it's a great golf caddy. It's like that in any sport, man. I'm like, if you're if you're playing baseball, and you have a guy like Angel Hernandez. Yeah. Who's fucking horrible and should have been fired years ago? Calling balls and strikes, you're gonna pitch different than a guy that has like a zone which calls his own appropriately. You're gonna pitch different. You're gonna change your game. Right. That's where you're starting to have officials and umpires change your game. I'm just gonna. I'm not, I'm not about that. This out here. The head of pro referees is Howard Webb. Yeah, we, we know. know. Howard. I'm just gonna Webb. put that out there. The old, the old Salford referee himself. Yeah. The old Fergie time yeah. guy himself. The old man you guy himself. Yeah. So, Fergie time. Oh, yeah. What, man you? They down like one nothing? Let's just give him uh, nine, nine minutes. minutes. Nine minutes. Let's do it. <laughs> anyway, let's move on from Omaha. It was frustrating. I mean, let's, let's talk, talk about, about the positives down in Greenville. We, we talked about, about some of the negatives. negatives. Okay, the so goals are the goals are beautiful. So by the way, let's talk about this real quick. You went from one city to another, didn't come home to Madison. So you, oh wait, so you went straight from Omaha, flew down to Greenville, like straight. Yeah, didn't come home. Didn't come home. For, so you guys were gone for a week. Explain to me what there is to do in Greenville outside of be at the hotel and playing soccer at the stadium. I think you just kind of said everything. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of looked like our itinerary for the entire 72 hours that we I heard there. there are more things to do. Like, that, I mean, it's college time. But, I mean, we, we, don't, we don't have our cars. We don't. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're training your exhausted as a waitress. You know? yeah. Yeah. You're trying to recover. You just played. I was, I was in the Aerolax getting yeah. recovery for two to three hours a day. Because, yeah, so you played Wednesday. You traveled Thursday. Wednesday. At midnight, I went and got uh, in, into the pool with Mitch. Yeah. We woke up early. Had After eating get food hooters. After eating food hooters. What did you do for dinner that night? They had food for us. But okay. I, they you had wanted food. something else. Yeah. It was... You wanted wings. Yeah, you know, I told you just about getting out. Uh, yeah. You got to get out. The culture. You got to yeah, get out exactly. there. The exactly. The local scene. Exactly. 
we, we, we try, try to, to do that sometimes, sometimes just go get dinner or something like that. But after the game, you're exhausted, so it's you have food, usually go to bed. So got in the pool at midnight. Got in the pool at midnight. Went to bed. I I have trouble falling asleep. After games, my adrenaline hits until 2 or 3 a.m. So. I gotta wind down. I don't sleep much after games. He and I, like, after games, like, dude, even Russ. Like, after games. Yeah, like, especially after wins. Yeah. For me, it's 2.33 minutes. I don't fall asleep. And then I get up early, and then I wake up early. We're early risers. Yep. That's that. We, we feel Are you alarm clock or natural? I, I always wake or up. Or a little bit of both. Yeah, I wake, wake up, like, right before my alarm goes off. Same it's here. really weird. It's freaky. Same here. It's freaky. Same here. Um, yeah, our travel to Greenville was fine. Two flights. Thursday? Thursday. So fly from Omaha to probably, what, St. Louis? Atlanta. Or Atlanta? Charlotte. We backtracked. Yeah. So, oh, so you guys went to Charlotte and then back. Oh, man. Yeah, so that. Got there and then was rest of the day recovery pool stuff like that. Yeah. See the trainer Mike etc. Training Friday. Training Friday. And then the Saturday game. Saturday game. Jesus Christ. So Mike Stout looks like he has very strong hands. He's got massage hands. He does. Is he one of the team masseuses? No. Who? Okay, so somebody else does that on the road. Um, no. No one does Mike it does it. Mike does it on the road. Okay. If you need it. But like we usually have people from UW Health come. Okay. Right. But he's he's the guy though. He's, he's the guy. guy. You just gotta. He's like the wolf. You gotta call him in when you need a clean up. You and gotta. And it's usually when you're hard up. You gotta. Like, yes. I don't want to get a massage from Mike Stout. But, but I, I have to. Yeah. Like I like, like I gotta, gotta get this. Like he's probably you're going. Like, like, like I've got, got a muscle that just won't. Let loose. It's like going to the beach, okay? You're going back to your hotel room with some of Mike Stout's beard hairs tucked into weird places. Oh, man. No comment. No comment. No, he, he, uh, no, he does his job. And he just, yeah. It, compared to, think about it, though. A masseuse knows exactly where where to go. They know it's not his job. They know that's not his expertise. Mike's is about you know, prevention, keeping yeah. you from getting That's not his expertise. Exactly. Yeah. But he's a strong guy, so he can get after it. I actually would prefer a harder massage than this. Shiatsu action? Yeah. Oh, do you feel that release? No, I don't feel anything when you have someone like with weak hands do it. Do we? Do we need to do a holiday fund for Eric so he can get one of those guns? Have one already, Look, my friend. Mike Stout is not pulling any punches when it comes to giving Eric massages. Oh, so you got one of those? I do. I do. I, I do. use the good old Instagram to get one of those. Oh, nice. Come on, man. But what, what I'm trying to say is that Mike, when you're on the road, probably plays a lot of roles. He's, oh, yeah. Yeah, like he has to adequately have a sign-up sheet because he's for one trainer for 20... Guy, or 18 yeah. guys. Yeah. Did you travel with just 18? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So who we had? Who we had? Yeah. Exactly. Wow. That's crazy. Cause like if someone goes down like that first game, like yeah, it's it's tough. But that's why like I'm telling you the difference between uh, the energy after a game like Omaha, you expect it. Oh man, like here we go again. That was not the energy, and I think that's a testament to the coaching staff. They like got ahead of the game right yeah. away, yeah. and I felt really good going into Greenville. Now, 
we didn't get the result we wanted, obviously, but I'll tell you what that point could make a difference in the end of getting in the match or not. Um, well, and, and I'll ask that question. So what was the temperature of the room after the game on Green Like, you've gone on a road trip. It's just like, you know, you're on a baseball road trip, whatever. We'll, back, we'll backtrack to the, the Greenville game, like, after this. Yeah, but yeah. But, like, what was the temperature of the room? Like, like it was, uh, it was two things. It was one, positive, because it was like, all right, we came back, we believed. But the second thing was, it was uh, no time. There's no time to even think. Because now we have six games left, and every game is a cup final. Every single game. And what's crazy is, and we keep saying this, but results went away. Again, yeah, we did. Again, yeah. and so it's no, no more looking back. Obviously, we, we take what we need to for yeah. the games, but it's every game is a cup final. We have two games at home coming up in a row. You win Saturday, you're in third, you're in fourth place. Four points off the top. Yeah, that's it. You win Saturday, you you jump from seventh to fourth, and that's why I like that. I like that mentality from him because I think right now the more together the group is the better the results will be. If yeah. people start to be like, ah, you know, this isn't, we're losing, oh my God, now I'm just going to focus on myself and my contract for next year. No, I, I'm telling you, I've been playing in this league for four years, and I'm telling you, these successful teams stay together until the end, regardless of where you are. If North Carolina, who has 24 points, decided to win the next six games, they're there together, they would make playoffs. But it, it, it's the same thing for us. Tucson. Tucson beat one of the, Colorado, or Tucson beat Charlotte. Remember, Charlotte beat us 6-2 that one game. Yeah. Anyone can beat anyone. It's about, is the team together? Mentality. Are they focused? Yeah, it's a mentality. Okay, so let's talk Greenville. Uh, first goal. Beautiful. Beautiful. Us or theirs? Well, pick one. Well, we kind of talked. goals were both good goals. Yeah, they, yeah. and we, we kind of talked a little bit about their first goal. goal. I mean, so we don't, I don't think we need to rehash that. Sure. I mean, just, we can talk about equalizer. Sure. Yeah. Our equalizer. Okay. Yeah. Good movement in midfield. Got it down, got it down the side. Cassini gets the ball. Yep. Turns the ball in. The Zim's there. Good response. Didn't take us till half to get right. the equalizer. Is Nazim still carrying a knock, too? It kind of seems like he's like. Yeah. Yeah, he's still, I wouldn't say back 100%, but. Yeah. He, he he did, did what he, we needed him to do that mm-hmm. game. What what kind of what kind of influence does? Even another hands? Because like thank you. we've seen it with Nazim. Thank you. We've seen it with Nazim where it's like when he's on the pitch, the team just seems to have a different level of dangerousness. It's his movement. It's his movement. And so like having him in the lineup, just moving like what is he? What is he talking about? He's, uh, he's what is it about his movement, too? Yeah, well, like, like, like some guys like, are just like because that's the thing. It's like, like you can, right? You can say that to us, and you say movement, we get it, right? But like for for like our fans that are listening to this and don't always understand, like what do you mean by like for me, his timing, he's not always offsides, but it's also his intelligence of when to peel off the the middle center back or one of the two middle center back shoulder. Right. There's a lot of times in the past years which is really good. Which is really good. At. There's a lot of times when they peel off too early and they're sitting off sides. Yep. Very rarely, unless it's uh, we, it's a, the, the person who hits the ball's fault. Very rarely is his team ever offsides. Right. And that's and that's a gift, right? Because playing up front as somebody that played up front, like you have to have that timing. And one of the things I think Nazim does really well, 
is that he uses his body really well. Mm-hmm. His aim is incredibly strong. Like, yeah. You can see it. Yeah. Like, he gets underneath guys and is able to get around them. Because I don't think, because they, they see his stature and they think. But he's very strong. I also think he uses his speed to his advantage. He's, yeah, he uses his strength and his speed. Like he'll, he'll be able to body off someone, but it's not like he'll burn holds, past you. Yeah. And, but it's not like he holds on to the ball for five, six, seven no. seconds. He'll, he'll burn past you and then get rid of it. Yeah. And then he's already fit, waiting for his next run. He's a good combination of speed and power. Right. Yeah. I will say he's someone who's always hungry for goals, um, which is great. You know he's going to try to be productive. Right. Right. I think from from a teammate perspective, when you have a guy that is showing for passes, that's a huge thing. Sure. Making eye contact. Sure. Like communicating well. Sure. Because it seems like he does that well too, like pointing to where he wants it, or or giving signals of like, well, over here, I'm not a run, whatever. And and again. He scored, he's a very cerebral player. And he, he scored, scored and, he, and he scored the goal on an aerial battle. Yeah. He want like it was 50-50. He's also and he, he wanted it more. Like he went and got it. Like he went and got it over a bigger defender. He's willing to uh if if something doesn't work out, he's willing to, to come and talk about it. Yeah. He's like, hey man, it's not just like, hey, you gotta pass better. Like, hey, what can my movement do to help you see that? Like, where, like, where do you want me to go? Where do you want me to go? And then he'll give advice what he thinks to you, so he can accept criticism, which is important. Yeah. So he's asking for feedback on a regular basis. Correct. Trying to make that connection and that that flow. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Me too. Second goal was nice too. Yeah. Yuri's or Greenville's? Greenville's was nice. Greenville's was tough, man. Explain why don't you go through and explain Greenville's second goal? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um. Greenville's was, was tough, and, I, and I'll tell you why. I think it was more frustrating for for me and Mitch because we're, uh, after the game, we gave our RPE, so we give a RPE after every game. Um, how tiring was that game? What was the RPE? Uh, perceived exertion. And we gave... Hey, man, I'm just bringing up my, my cardiac rehab now. like that. We uh, both mean... We, and I'm sure other people did too, but we gave 10s. First game I've ever given a 10. Um, you guys were working. It was the, in the second half, the transition yeah. of winning the ball and then sprinting forward as your forwards go. Guess who has to go too? That's your back line. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have to go. You gotta go. So they have the ball. They, uh, and just to keep it simple, they have the ball, hit it in to Labowitz in the air. First thing I'll say. Greenville's pitch is terrible in the second half. You want to know why? Because you can't see the lights. The lights, you can't see the ball. The lights from the one, the two poles on the left shine directly in your eyes. Happened two instances. One, couldn't go up with the header with Labwitz. I couldn't see the ball. Second one, five minutes later, Justin Suko went up for a header. In the middle, and I was too tired to laugh. In the middle of the play, he yells, I can't see the ball. Too tired to laugh. Like, you can't see the ball when it's in the air on that, on that half. Um, they win the flick, goes back down, and then just from uh, they just play the through ball. And by then, by that time, it's 75 minutes. Legs is that both ends? That's like that, or is it just that end? I don't know because I've never been in that half when it's dark. Hmm. Huh. I don't know. In- huh. Interest. Huh. Interest. So it's just one of those things, and then the legs, the through ball, and 
you know, you track back as much as you can, but it's a nice pass. The guy was on side, he had a nice runoff. Yeah. Uh, so it's tough. But second Madison goal. Oh, my God. I was up front. It looked, I mean, it looked so easy. Yeah. And that was it. Like, tell you what, for us, uh, and I think our guys would agree, Yuri has been a... Man, he scores goals at important moments. He's gone on and scored goals at important moments. Regardless how much he's playing, it almost... You want him on the field, but... God damn, is he good in that super sub role. He is. He is very good. Like, he comes in... Ali Giroux. Seriously. thing about him. Seriously. Yeah. Just comes in... I, like, I can... There's a ton of games this year where he's come in late as a sub and scored. In fact, I bet you if we go back and look at most of his goals, they came when he came in as a sub. Sure. Oh, 100%. And that's, that's all, all goes back to Matt's philosophy of the game right now. We have these three things. It's this, this resilience, hard work, and team first. And for him, he does not say a word. In training, he's always, the, you know, he's a hard worker. Man, he does it all right. Being a sub is tough. Coming off it, coming off the bench is even harder. Yep. You're required to do certain things, and if you guys lose, it is probably on you. And he has come on and just showed time in and time out. Yeah. So. Seems like a great kid. He's awesome. Awesome. Good vibe to him, too. Yep. Seems like it. So what's, what's the plan from here on out? I mean, look, the two away games that we have are some of the farthest trips. We've got... Yep. Yeah. Fresno. Yeah. Which I remember last time was not a not a easy game. And what? Tucson? Tucson. Tucson's the last game of the regular season. What's, could be huge. what's the plan for these uh A We gotta give the the home fans a good showing these last games. I I'd be remiss if I didn't say like we've never had a home playoff game. Sure. It would be fucking amazing. I think it would Breeze be the first Breeze sellout. Sure. Breeze uh, would be fairly loud. Fairly. <laughs> um, yeah, it would. So what's the plan? What's I mean, you mentioned it a little bit earlier. Of the coaching staff talking about, like, you know, and the players talking about, like, what's left for the rest of the season. Sure. It has to be at the point where this is, like, a constant conversation. Bubbling in the background. So, like, what are you guys talking about as a captain's group? What are you talking about with the rest of the team? It's uh, a, a couple, couple things we've talked about. Is it, It's kind of funny. We had a conversation today. Whatever your beef with someone has been the last nine months, whether you dislike someone for the last nine months or whether you think you should be playing for the last nine months, you have to squash that. We're all out there. It needs to be done yep. because... It is now not these next six games. It is every single game we need to focus on. We haven't haven't even thought about the other five. Right now it's three points at home at Chattanooga. You know, it has got to be three points. Because if it's not, then we won't make playoffs. That's the, that's the vibe. It's every single game is, you know, how can we get higher in the table? I will tell you this. The Bark in the Park game, 
a dog. Clyde's probably coming. I don't. Want, I don't want his first experience. Corey's dog is coming too. To be to be a draw or a loss. Sure. Or like, just don't let him down because he is a verified verified internet celebrity. I love that. And he, you know, Corey's bringing the husky too. He'll probably Clyde will probably be the first person in the family to get a blue check next season. I would absolutely believe that Clyde could get a blue check next. Yeah, he could probably get it today if he wanted to. Really pushed, yeah. 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 What I'm saying is, even if he only shows up for 20 minutes because it's too loud for him, That's my guy. I want to come back home later at night and be like, yo, we fucking sound the shit out of yeah. And that's and that's that can't happen without those 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 three things in the beginning, right? Well, no beef, no none of that stuff, and putting the team first. And how much of this is just getting? Yeah, it's like, it is it it absolutely is. It's getting into playoffs, but I also think that if we focus on playing our best soccer because you know what we're gonna go wait we're we're gonna go sure sure we're gonna go but if we play our best soccer then we can get a home a home all right draw but here's the whole thing we don't want you guys to think about like worry about like getting home just get in yeah but just get in and that's what i want believe me i don't get in because the whole thing it's like if you look at wisconsin sports and i brought this up to andrew packers last super bowl they won the last Last wild card in. Sure. Bucks, they were the four seed. Sure. The year before, they were the one seed. Yeah. Sent out the second round. I'm only thinking about getting in the playoffs. Just get in. Like, that's, you can't win a title, which is this, what this is all about. Sure. Unless you get in. Sure. Like, you got to get in first. Like, yes, we want you to be, have a home playoff game and all that stuff, but get in. Like, that's, that's the point. And none, none of the guys on the team outside of a wheels have been in that position, right? Ever before. Because yeah, Wills was there with Atlanta the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like, what would it mean for this team to like, you know? Well, he was there. Well, he was there year one. Yeah, but like, I'm talking about a championship game in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. We are the makers of our own destiny at this point. Of course. Of course. And that's what's so. That's what's so cool, you know. And that's what. They're trying to just kind of put out there like, hey, no, no, nothing. It is all focused on well, we're in this together and we got this one game at a time. Yeah. How much pressure is there though? Like that's I mean, the thing. They, they won't. They won't say it. They like, won't say it because it. because that's the thing. It's like, yeah, that's a great feeling to say like, it's in your hands, right? It's up to you. Sure. But that's a big thing. Like, the way the way they're saying it, I I am really confident that none of the other guys. Feel it, I, I feel it. I bet Mitch feels it. Yeah. And he feels it because it's one of those things that like, I I want to be in playoffs so bad, and I haven't been there since year one. Yeah. And I want this team to be successful because I'm 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 happy what this team has done this year. I love this coaching staff. I want everyone to be rewarded, kind of a thing. Yeah. Um. So that's why it's just we want we want nothing more than that. By the way, like yeah, yeah we sometimes, love you. Sometimes when when we ask questions and when we give you shit about whatever, sure, it's we care just as much about this shit as oh, you do. Of course, yeah, of course. Like we're not there every day, like doing the training, all that sure. stuff. But like back of our minds, dude, this is like this is there. Sure. Throughout my work day, and, and now we're talking about this in bubble. Our our conversation that we have on these group chats going. Me and Graham, like Chris and Zach and, and Brock Steve and then yeah, yeah, like all those guys, we have like a constant. There are more groups than just us 
constant sure. running conversation where Ford Madison is like that's the anchor of our discussions all day, every day. Well, and, and the thing is too is that for us, this has taken on a different level of gravity for us too because we become friends with a lot of you guys. Of course. So now that this is something where it's like people that we like are invested in and care about, right? Doing something that we're invested in and care about, and that's you know, it's like, you know, that's one of those things where it's like it's even that a dip another level of gravity for us. Where it's like if this happens, it's like it's even that much more rewarding. And too, it's like maybe it's not pressure. It's, it's I just I care so much because yeah, because like it's heavy. Right? If, if I'll, I'll be honest, we won't we won't say names. But let's say one of the guys on the team isn't. Yeah, they're, they're not buying it. Ah, it's been a long season. Boom, no problem. I'm throwing you aside, and I'll pick up your slack. Uh, this guy did. Boom. I'm throwing you aside, and I'm picking up your slack because because this is something that I know a lot of guys have invested in this season, and I've invested so much in this season. We've invested so much in the season, and you guys have invested so much in this season. That why not? You know why? If we make playoffs, I'm telling you, I am confident. We could yeah. we could bring we'll run. Yeah, we'll make I, like run. I I've told people I'm like if we get in. We will become the most dangerous team to play in the playoffs. Yes. I said, that's just it. We need to get in. Yeah, absolutely. We need to get in. We have their fan support where a lot of other clubs don't. Sure. I will. Okay, so. I want the talent, too. That's just it. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, so much of what I'm seeing is just, it's talent trying to find. All right. There have been times where I've watched, like, the buildup when we get the ball. I'm like, why does it look like we're trying the perfect technique to unlock a lock? Sure. Yeah. Like, these dudes know how to run straight at goal and how to score. Right. So why are we fucking around with all these tactics and bullshit when these guys know what to do? Sure. Like, in the back of their minds, like, and, and that's, I think, part of it for the coaching staff has to be a, like, they want you to fall back on what you know. Sure. When uh, a perfect situation doesn't present itself. Do what you're good at. Yeah. yeah. And and have fun. And that's process. that's what I didn't even mention. I, it should be assumed, but that is a big thing too. That having fun. They've been. I mean, it's starting today. First day back, right? Reentry. Man, practice was tough. But the coaches kind of say, "Everyone, right, listen. I I've, I've talked to my coaching staff besides me, Matt." And I want, you know, it's, it's positivity. Yeah. It's enjoying it because you guys don't realize how quick this goes. Which right. I know yeah. that, but for other guys to hear that and hear that. There's so, a, we'll see. Is there a, sorry. A, so, hang on a second. So, there's a there's a song we're trying to make into, like, a song that we sing in the stadium called Enjoy Yourself. Okay. And it's by, like, it's an old, old song. Yeah. The most famous version of it is by Prince Buster, who is a reggae musician, vocalist. But, yeah. To Prince Buster. To Prince Buster. He, the lines of the song is one of my favorite of all times, because, like, health situations I'm dealing with, but the line, the main line of the song that got me, the first time I heard it was, enjoy yourself, it's later than you think. Yeah. Yeah. It's that idea of like oh, you need to enjoy things and it's true. because you don't have a lot of time. Dude, 
I remember walking my daughter into school for the first time, like it was yesterday. She's a senior in high school. Man, walking. She's a senior in high school. Wow. Yeah. Twelve years goes by real quick. In a blink, right? Wow. And like that time, the great line from a band that I love called City and Color. So, something the line is, the years now pass without a trace. It's something that I'm learning to embrace. Mm. I like that. And I think that that's something where, for myself, it got to, it's like, time moves really quick. Yeah. That, like, it's later than you think, it's later than like, you think. I remember yeah. that all the time. Sure. Like, I mean, it's if like- If I get a tattooed on me at some point, like, and like I used to think about it, like there used to be years that I could like I knew exactly when it happened, what year it was, where it happened. And now so many years have just kinda of like blended into like I feel that this I whole like that. like amalgam sure. of just years of experience, right? Of course. And so for us, I think that this dovetails nicely into the question I was gonna ask. Is there a pre like does the support from the flock, from the fans, from knowing that we have this really super passionate fan base that wants success, does that add pressure to you guys? I wouldn't say that's pressure. I'd actually say it gives the opposite effect, to be honest with you. Because um, when you're in a game and it's the 60th minute and you come out and you're dead because you always come out feeling tired in the second half, whatever anyone says, I'm always tired. And you hear you guys chanting, not just you guys, but like everyone in the stadium. Mm -hmm. yeah. My God, it, it, you guys have played soccer before. It's the, mm -hmm. the difference of having support versus not. It's big. I don't know how it's these big. other clubs do it in League One. And that is why I it'd be hard for me to ever leave. Yeah. It's a difference. It's like, it's not, it's very hard to motivate yourself in front of zero people. Do you feel that the fan experience here makes Madison a desirable location for players? Oh. I mean, I know that because I've heard other players come and ask me during games. Like, hey, man, like, yo, what's it like in Madison? Like, can I, can I, do you think your coach is injured? I've, I've talked to, during the game with Mitch, players have asked us. So you're doing recruiting, like, during no, the game? No, 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 but they're, but they're like, dude, like, I got to get out of this place. God, it looks so cool where you are. Yeah. Or, wow, you guys actually have fans. Our fan base sucks. I'm like, all right, dude, like, shut up. We can talk later. But, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you like, have to get this L. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like when these things happen, do like do those things happen and do you ever have that moment where it's like it kind of like breaks you out of like that long season or like the, the grind of everything and be like, whoa, like I'm really in like a, yeah. a, a great situation. I'm really thankful about yeah. that. That's for me. That's every home game. Yeah. For sure. And that's a personal opinion. I, I assume most of the other guys on the team feel that way. Yeah. But it's almost like, all right, you put the hard work in, look what your fans are giving back. Right. Right. So a question for you. We we talked about this uh, offline. So this last game, last home game, you were honored for playing 100 games for the club. Sure. Which, to, let's be honest, like, I mean, you, you are the numbers guy, so I will defer to you on this. We talked about this. It was your 100th appearance in the Penguin Blue. Sure. Not but, necessarily competitive. Sure. But 
at the time it was only eight games short sure. of competitive like appearances for Florida Madison. Now we're at ninety four. We are. So if you play every game, regular season game, through Tucson. the end of this season, you'll be at hundred games. Yeah. Hundred competitive appearances. I know that there was some like some some I guess not necessarily frustration from some of the fan base, but like there were people that asked about it afterwards, like why why are we celebrating friendlies and other things. I think A it's important to recognize when a player has played a certain number of games for a club, whether it's competitive or not. Yeah. Yeah. At third division level, yeah, this doesn't happen. Yeah. In the States anyway. Right. It just it doesn't happen. Right. It being might happen it might happen in Spain, it might happen in England or France or sure. somewhere else, but it doesn't happen in the suitcase nature that is lower division soccer. Lower division lower division professional soccer. So yeah. from your perspective, I mean obviously we wanna make a big deal of it when you get your hundred competitive appearance. And it's something that we were we we've been talking about for a while now. What will it mean for you to to? I mean, hey, okay. So, I don't want to diminish the oh. night the other night. No. Right. No, I, I you know actually the difference. You know the difference. Sure. I actually have a, a really good response. Yeah. For for you. Hit it. Um. It, I think it's kind of like my it was my only goal, or I, I need to I need to reevaluate my goals now. But it was my my goal when I stepped into like my first contract. I remember sitting down with my parents, and they were like, "All right, you know, it's you know, what are we gonna do? Are you, how are you gonna find a way to start? How are you?" And there was like, "What are your long-term goals?" And obviously, it was getting to the MLS, getting the championship, and stuff like that. But I made another side sheet of notes, and it was not get like team of the year, not get this, because in my opinion, it's it's very hard for a five-eight center back, regardless of how yeah. good or bad of a defender people think I am. Yeah. It's very tough to be recognized. Um, it was a hundred professional appearances. And that was like my, my, my thing. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try and create loyalty where loyalty is never given. And, you know, I found a club that so far has given me that, which you just said in lower division soccer you don't have. And it would be pretty, like I said, surreal because that, that was my goal when I started from the beginning. Yeah. And I love the fact that I just love everything about that story to begin with. Yeah. And, but I love the fact because this is something that I, you know, even for myself, I think everybody, at a certain point in your life, you write down the goals that you want to achieve for your life. Sure. I received an amazing piece of advice when I was a young man that I didn't understand until I got older. And that was, life has a way of moving you past dreams, goals, and wants. And what... I didn't understand it at the time, but what it meant was like when I was 21, I had all kinds of dreams and goals and everything. I had all these side things that like, sure. And it's funny because as I got older, the things that I would have listed like as the main goals when I was 20 got kind of pushed to the side. Mm-hmm. And it was those things that were on the side to begin with that moved back in that became like the things I wanted. And it's funny, people don't, and I, you guys know me very well, so you 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 know the things that I, I've been doing. But people don't know what you go through over four years to to reach those goals. So like for me, within those 100 appearances, like I was man, I was doing a masters. I was yep. trying to 
Yep. Y'all figure out what Beyond the heck is crushing yourself in the gym. <laughs> guys, and trying to play a competitive I, athletic game. And can I ask you, was one of those goals finding your best friend and marrying your best oh friend? Oh my god, like it, it's crazy how it wasn't, was it? No, no, but like amidst that one goal. I found, you know, did two other goals that are probably arguably just as important as that goal. When you found Carly, sure. Right? Did goals change? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, and I think if I said otherwise, I'd be lying. Yeah. Uh, but I think they changed because it became yeah. not just my goals, it became our goals. And it's. Yeah. Which is cool. Uh, but the, right? the cool thing is, is like she knows I want to play as long as possible. And if yeah. she wasn't supportive in that, we, you know, we wouldn't be where we are now. Right. Um, so speaking of Carly, she did happen to let slip to us that new contract negotiations are underway already. So it's very clear you're looking to next year. Of course. Uh, how are those conversations going without giving a, too much away. I mean, sure. obviously, I know, like, <laughs> we can't break any legal rules here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I can be blunt and say that you guys know I want to be here. <laughs> so that's that's where my mind's at. You guys know. We my, want you here too. My home is yeah, Madison. We'll be blunt and set up. Like, we want you here. For me, it's are there opportunities to get here? And if if there isn't, or it's I'm, I, I feel like I'm at the point in my career I know what I'm worth. Yeah. Um, I, I know what I'm worth. And if Someone's I feel like you've proven what you're worth at this level, especially. Sure. And statistically, you're a, you're a top ten yeah. and defender I do, in this league. Yeah. And listen, if I, I don't, I'm not giving that shot. If I'm not giving that shot, I at least know that uh, I'm at a place where I think I'm. I like. I'm still improving, man. Yeah. I, I've said it to you guys from the beginning. Four, three different coaches. I still think I'm improving here, and that's the big one for me. As long as I'm still getting better, and I'm enjoying it. Aging like a fine wine. Oh, yes. Jesus. No, no. Let's not bring the aging into it, right? Are you more like I'm wearing a, a, I'm wearing a hat right now. Or a Chablis. Or like a Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, fucking a. Yeah. Come on, bro. It's, it's, <laughs> For those of you who are, I'm pointing to my head right now as a bald man. I'm pointing to my head. Pointing to his clothes, his our incredible fashion sense about hair or. I mean, you've got kind of like a whole like you know prodigy thing going when you like play play the game with his comic. Kind of like. Danny, Danny is delaying the inevitable. He is. At this point. Thank you. Danny Gutierrez is my barber and Eric's barber. And like half the team. I gotta go there and have him like, oh, shape, hey, he, shape up the beard. He's like, like one of the nicest dudes. Too. Yeah. All I'm saying is, let's get through the wedding and we can talk about my hair after, and then I'll let it. I think we should do like a charity thing. Yeah. That'd sure. be fun. Like and like, I have, clip, I have clippers, obviously. That would be when, fun. When's your wedding? January seventh. Which we know because we which we talked we about. Need get, we, need get, we need to get plans going. That's right. We need to talk, we need to talk about. This. I've already we're told you guys where it is. Go stay at his. Place, I bet you they would put us up. They'd love us. Can you really would love us? And they'd love like Lisa, like Lisa and Jen. Yeah. Love. Yeah. We'll talk about it after that. Yeah. But, but I, I Grant is all about discovering untold, good-shaped bald heads. 
I'm so nervous because of the scars on my, my back. Dude, I got a lot of scars on my head, too. Don't worry about it. That's the only thing. You know truth. what? Worst comes to worst, get some tattoos up there. Oh, God. See, the thing is, is that, okay, I, I hear you. You're one of very few, like, He's got a great head. guys who could get tattoos on their head and no one would talk shit because you're a fucking hard ass. But, can you imagine if I get here's my, here's, like here's my thing, okay? Flames. I hear what you're saying. Thunderbolts. Hell yeah. Yeah. Now you're talking. A flamingo holding a thunderbolt. <laughs> holding the thunderbolt. So. But, Sorry, kids. Right. <laughs> I've always said, too, I'm like, if you shave your head and you have scars in your head, that's a good thing, too, because yeah. people are going to be like, oh, I guess it shows. They're going to see some shit. Like, they're going to be like, yo. Like that dude's got scars in his head. Yeah, he's sit. still shaving his head. I'm like, that motherfucker is real. Oh, it's like, shit. like that guy is real. Oh, and so, man. like, and I'll, I'll tell you my experience, right? Like, I had the same experience you did. Like, I like I was 25. I was like 25. Hung on to it for as long as I could. And then, um, was getting out of the lake up in northern Wisconsin, and my mom was like, "Baby, I think you're losing your hair," and I knew this. At this point, and I'm like, I knew, it. yeah. And she was, she was like, baby, I think we should shave your head. And I didn't even blink. I was like, let's do it. That's it. Let's do it. And so, so we did it. And so I was married at the time. Sure. And um, my wife and I, at the time, um, we had a wedding the next day, or like the next weekend. So I go to this wedding. With like this shaved head, like, and all my friends are there, and they haven't seen me for like an hour straight. It was people coming up and saying, "This is such a good look for you. Like, this is so good for you." And I'm like, "Why the fuck did y'all tell me this?" Like, you know, when I was like, you know, sure. two years ago, and I was like yeah. noticing this stuff. I'm like, and I think they kind of did, but I was just kind of like, so that's why I'm like, I know for you. The moment, be okay. do, the moment you do it, people are going to be like, yo, dude. Dude, he's, Grant is my, is most people's sexy friend. I know, I remember this. Yeah. No hair. I'm saying, I mean, I have like hair. hair I mean, I, I've hair. got hair. I mean, let's be honest. I've got hair. I just choose, Sheesh. I choose to keep it. If I grew my hair out, it would, it would probably look very similar to Eric's. Yeah. That's all my friends. More of a horseshoe thing. Yeah. I got a little bit more, like, you know, but because yeah. I'm 43 and yeah. he's... Because like, how old are you? 20... 26. When I was 26, I had hair like that. In fact, I can show you. Well, we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Yeah. Let's let's wrap up this installment of Loggers with Lenny. What's going to happen this weekend? I, th- I think we're going to come out and destroy... Gangbusters! Gangbusters! I think we're going to come out and... Full... I fucking hope so. Full-fledged. I think you're going to see... Anger in guys' eyes. I think it's. I'm gonna be using that hashtag all week. Gangbusters. Anger. Listen, you're gonna see it in the back line. I can promise you that, and I'm confident that you'll see it in everyone else too. Gangbusters. It's funny this last weekend when somebody mentioned, "Oh, we might be playing a a a back a floor people across the back line." He's like, (laughs) I don't think so. Nah. (laughs) When I rewatch it, I'm mute. I I have to. Yeah. It, there was one. There was one. The is are really bad. Like, oh, they're really bad. I'll let you. I, and I'll. And, thank you so much. Appreciate and, you. And I'll let you. I'll let you wrap it up after this. But I. I got to bring this up. I was watching the game back, and it was like the 
the 82nd minute and the announcer goes yeah and uh between the back line of ford madison they look pretty tired uh based on you know some of their body language and they look pretty exhausted <laughs> my friend have you ever tried running up and down the <laughs> yeah, field yeah, yeah. yes 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 <laughs> oh gosh yes i was exhausted to say give, the least give the captain obvious word away yeah come on man USL League One. Anyways, had to, hey, had to say that. We got we got we we have USL referees. We also have USL commentators. Oh, yeah. Anyways, put it that way. So wrap it up like you always do. Which is how? How? What have you been listening to? You guys go first. All. Fucking a. Do you really want to know? Yeah, of course. Why don't you go first? We never let you go first. Um. So I've been listening a lot to. Um, I'm kind of in that phase right now where it's the end of summer, okay? I love the end of summer, and for me, the end of summer is always kind of like when I listen to a lot of Grateful Dead. Yeah. So I've been picking out some shows from the Grateful Dead, but I've been listening a lot to that band, To Another. Oh, yeah. Um, R&B band, kind of R&B soul band out of, of out of England, kind of like electronic influences, but I put one of their songs, that song Elevate. Yes. Like in the chat. I listened to that. Okay. So that is like one of like 20 songs that they have that are just bangers so like they're really good so to another that's okay that's kind of what i've been listening to kind of been going through their three albums um and really enjoying that and you know kind of putting a groove the other album i've been listening a lot to lately especially when i've been out running or doing something um turnstiles glow on oh yeah yeah and it's a white whale album for a lot of people yeah it, it's, I just think that's about as perfect as a modern rock album and hard rock albums you can get, like a punk hardcore album as you can get. That's a good shout. Um, however, I'm interested, because like I mentioned to you, Turnstile just fired their guitarist. Yeah. Which, from some of the things I was reading that he was doing, probably good reason. Yeah. So. I've been listening to... Uh, I picked up the the trilogy album Sailor Wave oh, yeah. from Macross eighty two to ninety nine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Japan, Japanese fe- future funk. So awesome. Future funk stuff. That's what you put up on that. Uh, and I saw that video and I was gonna comment to you. I'm like, you took out Christopher Cross and put this in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, look. I love you. Christopher Cross is coming to play at the Orpheum in Madison, but it's like fucking seventy-five dollars for the cheap seats. So, do you know who Christopher Cross is? No. Um, Take me away, song. Sailing. Yeah, yeah. I was saying, um, ride like the wind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yacht rock, kind of like. I love yacht rock. Andrew loves yacht rock. Yeah, Um, Yeah, but Macross eighty-two to ninety-nine. That was nice. It's nice. They put out a. Uh, three nice. different sort of mixtapes, and they're releasing it on wax. It's the first refund that they've done, and apparently the only repress they plan on doing. It's like $120 shipped to the U.S., but it's three double LPs, so it ain't bad. But yeah. When's it going on sale? I've been, it's on sale now. Damn it. I've been jamming that shit all weekend up by the, out on the river. Oh, yeah. Actually, let's take a little break. It's, I got, I got pissed hella bad. Almost okay, but like, why? So why don't you talk with, talk with Eric about his m- music, and I'll be right back. All right, talk about good. the river. All right, we'll talk about the river. Mine, I got two for you. What do you got? 
I was in an EDM techno vibe. I was listening to Daft Punk. I don't know if you like Daft Punk. I love... I, so, okay. Daft Punk is one of my five favorite bands. Are they really? Yeah. No way. And so they're probably one of the more influential musical artists in my life. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, I actually have one of their, their vinyls. I have... Oh, I can't remember which one. Yeah, I have one. So they have uh, Homework. Okay. Which has Around the World and the funk on it. They have Discovery. Okay. Which has one like more, One More one. Time. That's it. That's I. That's my... So, that's what I mean. That is actually... So I have a version um, on vinyl of that album, which I found here in Madison. But it was a rare print that was actually produced in France. Oh, wow. It's one of my most expensive vinyls I have, most valuable vinyls. I think it, it's going for around like $250. That is one of my favorite. And it's a tremendous album. And here's the thing I will say about that album. Um, you may not know this, but like, you can look this up. They made that album to fit to like an animated film. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pretty cool. It's like an, like an anime. Sure. That like... I remember this because, like, when my daughter was um, was young, growing up, she was probably like I don't know four or five. We would watch this, you know, because I'm like, you know, she'd be with me on weekends or whatever, either or for the week or whatever, and so and we would I need something to watch with my kid, and I was tired of watching cartoons like you know Dora Dora the Explorer, and like you know, we put this on, and as soon as I put it on, she was like transfixed. That's kind of cool. To this point, where now my daughter is 18, um, she came over a couple of nights ago and she was just like, you have the Discovery album? I'm like, yeah. She's like, can we listen to it? I'm like, yeah. She put it on and like she completely remembers like all of, like that music from like when she was like four or five years old. Yeah. So, that. well, that's that's more of what Daft Punk, like they're, they're really like. That's what, so that album, Discovery, is what I've been listening to a lot. And then yeah. there's another one. Um, you guys probably haven't heard of him. Uh, it's a singer, Blast. He's a California singer. I know Blast. Blast. B-L-X-S-T. Yeah. B-L-X-S-T. That's, yeah. I, bring, I was talking to Noah on the phone a couple days ago, and yeah. he got me listening to some songs. Shocking. Shocking. But that, that's my music. That's that's almost part of the reason why I want to go to the wedding. Let's go hang out with Noah. See Noah? Yeah. If he can come. The uh, MLS preseasons, man. Oh. So, we'll see. Yeah. If, he, if he gets called up. If he gets called up. Which we want. Which we want. But... Just got back from the river. So, Lisa and I got back from Ferryville mm-hmm. yesterday. F-E-R-R-Y-ville. Uh, it's a city on the Mississippi River. Yeah, it's about... Um... 40-minute drive from Barocla, southwest. I was going to say, it's about 20 minutes from Cassville. Yeah. Where I grew up. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Uh, You're about 20 minutes from Dyersville? Yep. Like Field of Dreams? Yep. Of course. So that's where Field of Dreams is? Iowa, yeah. Yeah, so. you're literally looking across the river at Iowa. Yep. Wow. But yeah, this spot that Lisa and I go well, to. Why, Wisconsin. If you're looking across the river, you're looking at Wisconsin. No, it's Iowa. There's a flag. Are you in like Dyersville, Iowa? No, we're in Ferryville. Ferryville, Wisconsin. Iowa. Ferryville, Ferryville Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Got yeah. it. Yeah. So we're on the Wisconsin side. On the Wisconsin side. Got it. Yeah, it's it's a. a Ferryville, Iowa too. Yeah. It's crazy. So this this place is, uh, right out of the Mississippi, across the river road, across the highway. So yep. we're up on a hill, yep. across from Mississippi. We were last there in February. Around, yep. Anyway. 
it is a fantastic place if anybody ever needs a recommendation for an airbnb hit me up uh get in get in the dms and i will shoot you the info but yeah it's a it's beautiful fantastic, place fantastic place you and carly would like it yeah they allow dogs it's a it's a two-bedroom spot one of the bedrooms has a, a king-size bed the other has two uh double beds oh cool um and there's a fire pit there's a all season did clyde uh, take one of the beds by himself or did he sleep with you guys no he sleeps sleeps in the bed with us man yeah. he's uh you know he's trying to really stay on top of his responsibilities yeah yeah oh wow but yeah which by the way eric we can talk about the river all the time i'll talk about that another time where are you on the the getting a dog front you, you had spend to bring, like just two minutes on. You this. had to bring this up. Yeah, it's it's after, after the wedding. It's happening. It's after the not, wedding. Do you know what kind of dog you want? Yeah, probably some sort of Labrador, which just to start for the first dog, Golden Retrieve or something, something yeah. simple. Um, and then I don't really have a choice for the second dog. She wants she wants a wiener dog. A second dog. So there's, there's, there's already a talk about two dogs. Already talk. No, it is. It's already happening. No, no it's already happening. Are you talking about getting a house at I, this point? I'm. I would like to by the end of next year. Yeah. I would like to. Um, so. so to any of our real estate friends listening. Yes, please, please, please. Hit us up. Hit, the hit them up and then contact We'll get you in me. contact with Eric Leonard. All so. I'm saying is that we got to cover all the new dog content because we are new, new dog, dog magazine. New dog magazine. Listen, it's. I just uh, talked to Leo yesterday. He, he said the same thing. I started laughing. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening sooner than, than I, I. Can you give us a scoop? Because if we don't cover... I will give you guys a scoop, and I'm telling you, <laughs> I'll be coming to you guys first because I'm... <laughs> yeah, you know, it's... I have. I've had two dogs in the last, like, 20 years, so... That one is a ticking clock. I promise you that's happening. That's going to happen. Yeah. That's right. going to happen. New Dog Magazine. You heard it here first. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. New yeah. Dog for New Dog Magazine. Yes. May, and who knows? Maybe when the dog happens, it'll be... Featured in the magazine. Uh, it has to be. Do we do we start a dog of the month? Oh, or, that would be cool. Do we start that part? That'd I be pretty sick. Like, do we do like a dog like a dog of the issue? We are new dog magazine. New dog so, magazine. Dogs of the month. Do dogs of the month. Yeah. And we just yeah. have people send in pictures that are dogs. We just yeah. have like two, three, two pages yeah, of people. Give me a dog. Send me your dog photos. We just have two pa two pages of dog photos. Yeah. Ford that Madison. probably was like hey. that'd be our biggest selling issue hey, ever. Ford Madison fans, send me send us your dog photos. So at newdogmagazine.com. Yeah. Actually don't send them there. Send them to New Dog Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll explain to Eric yeah. the joke about New Dog Magazine. But oh he gets it already. He, he already it's gets not it. that it's not so, that deep of it. But yes. So send us your dog photos at at New Dog Mazine on Twitter. And also at NewDogMazine.com. Yeah, so we'll take them. We'll take them. So send us your, your, your submissions of your dogs. Dog photos for Madison dog fans. More than likely going to end up in an issue. Yeah, probably. Probably. Print we is, love the doggies. Print, print is dead. Except we, we love the, we we love love the, the dags. Yeah, print is dead except, you know for when morons need a project. Like us. Yeah. <laughs> like us. Anyway, so. we'll, we'll leave it there with morons like us. Yep. 
Except for Eric Leonard because he's a who's always a gentleman and a scholar. Thank you, sir. Guys, always joining us. Uh, Hopefully, we'll see you next week. Yeah, sounds Uh, good. After a win, we'll be celebrating three points. We'll be talking about three points. I like that. Better be uh, on the road to the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next time. Be easy.